This is Ryan, and you're listening to the Anti-Art Podcast, perhaps the final episode of the Interview with the Meme Page series. This one is called The Insurrection. You may have heard rumblings of an anti-Zuck protest happening tomorrow, July 23rd. Well, the rumors are true. The secrets are revealed. The cat has come out of the proverbial bag. Let me catch you up to speed. As I said in our previous interview with the Meme Page episode, I had been working deep undercover for Meta to spy on Meme Pages and understand their complex patterns of behavior, akin to the movie Avatar. Since that time, I've completely succumbed to the will of these Meme Pages, and I've escaped the Matrix in a sense. Now, me and one of Instagram's top memers, Neoliberal Hell, have started a separate podcast, named for her page with scholar and, and semi-professional online pot stirrer, Matthew Donovan. It's safe to say that my cover has not only been blown, but I've completely switched sides. Whether out of pure laziness or algorithmic necessity, anti-art has embraced memeing to levels we never thought possible before, to the point that we have decided to essentially produce a full-on Instagram protest on July 23rd. We'll be there with Anna, along with previous guest Horny Mermaid, as well as Clifford the Big Red Scare, I Munchie, Arabs with Identity Issues, Namaste at Home Dad, and so many, many more. We are starting to really turn the tides of this corrupt organization that I used to call my employer. If you want to be a part of this cause, come to Instagram HQ in NYC on July 23rd to peacefully protest along with us. I don't have much time. The metabots are closing in on my location. This may be my final dispatch. So welcome to the insane world of interview with the meme page 5, Insurrection. Insurrection. What's good, everybody? This is Ryan. I'm here with Troy, and uh, this is episode 71 of the Anti-Art Podcast. Today I'll be, you know, everybody knows famously that I'm, or infamously that I'm, I'm bisexual, but I'm also, a lot of people don't know, I, I go both ways as far as hosting and being asked questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm here with a host and a guest, obviously Troy, the host. Say what's up. Hey, what's up? How you guys doing? And our guest today is uh, once again returning to the Anti Art Podcast for our interview with a meme page series. I think this is kind of like the ultimate culmination, maybe the climax of the of the the Avatar type film, if you would. Um, here with Anna of Neoliberal Hell. What's up? Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I did an intro before this, um, so the people who are listening are, are aware of everything that's going on, but maybe uh, we can talk a little bit about protests that's going to be going on, to, it'll be tomorrow in, in, in podcasting time on Saturday. I feel like I've like self-media trained at this point, like I have it all down because <laughs> I've spoken about it so many times now. Mm-hmm. Nice. So Anna, um, so about this protest uh, that I know it's going to like benefit you and other content creators on Instagram. And I was just curious. So like, what is, do you think is like the main reason of why you want to do the protest? Um, obviously for myself, duh. <laughs> I, well, I, <laughs> no, I think, um, well, I clearly am very invested because I've dealt with this myself and it's been an issue that's really like personal to me, but um. I'm trying to just make the platform better for the people on it because I spend so much damn time on there and so many other people do too. And, you know, there's such a beautiful fucked up community on there of cool, creative people and all of the mentally ill people that 
harassed us all day. And I think that it should be a better platform <laughs> for all of us. Yeah. Wh- what are the, the main things like you want out of uh, the protest? Big, uh, what is your big message that you want to convey? Well, you know, Instagram moderation as it is, is extremely dysfunctional. It's like discriminatory um, towards certain types of creators. And I think it needs to change. It's lazy algorithm design and it makes it, you know, at the, at the very basis, it doesn't create a positive user experience. Um, it puts people who monetize off the app in a tough position because it, it's just extremely unstable when, you know, like the moderation will take you down um, and you lose your platform and you rely on the platform for income. And so I'm trying to uh, get Meta to, you know, reevaluate and change uh, the way that their moderation system works. Yeah, definitely. I f- yeah, the moderation system does it feels it feels like it, it's just like an, an algorithm that's just gone haywire that just like come alive and it's like Terminator but just trying to take everyone out without even asking questions of like why we're doing that. Yeah. Do you think that like um, that the reason why like Instagram's like algorithm is so like high strung is because it's like overly protected because of the fake news that uh, Facebook ha- has come into problems with? Uh, yeah, definitely. That's like why they started really cracking down um, and, you know, tightening the, the reins on these algorithms. Um, you know, I think it's important to combat fake news and it's become a serious issue as far as, you know, as, as well as like hate speech. When I, when I say I want to reform the moderation, it doesn't mean I want like a completely un, uncensored, like free platform where you can post whatever fucked up shit you want. You know, I want it to just function better because it runs on, you know, overcorrecting itself and like catching false positives and it screws creators in the process. It screws um, artists in the process and yeah, I think that they definitely, this is a, obviously a result of the, you know, uh, backlash to, to combat fake news. So, yeah. One of the things that I've definitely been having trouble with, like trying to reconcile is that like, I don't know if they're going to be there or not, but I've gotten hit up by quite a few people who are like, what do you think about like Alex Jones unfairly getting taken off of? Platform? <laughs> what do you think of like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Gavin McGinnis or whatever, like being unfairly silenced or whatever even like talking to relatives like some of them that are more republican leaning they're like oh yeah when i go on facebook i can't talk about you know joe biden or whatever it's like i don't know i don't know what to say to those people like i don't know how to how to react or free alex jones man i want alex jones (laughs) i want trump back on twitter i want alex jones on instagram okay that's the platform i want i mean i kind of agree with you on that a little bit just because like it was so fucking entertaining like they really just like like Trump, like the way he was on Twitter, like no one has ever been that good at Twitter. Who's also been president. Exactly. Exactly. Like, but no one's it, been that good on Twitter, period. Like he he ran that shit, you know, <laughs> he really did. I mean, like, like, I mean, not to like, like romanticize like his whole like presidency or anything. But like when he was president and on Twitter, like all the news was about him on Twitter. It was like these like really like crazy takes he had on shit. Like him like arguing about like, you know, whatever laws co- come into play, but also like how Robert Pattinson and uh and Kristen Stewart shouldn't be a couple. Like he just yeah. had such good takes on everything. So yeah, great and well, Trump greatest everything. hits, you know. not not, maybe not everything but i don't think he had the greatest i don't think he had good takes on everything (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah. Uh, anything we're... pop culture related? Yes, though. Okay. Oh, maybe yeah. not. Maybe yeah. not like you know international affairs and uh, healthcare and immigration. <laughs> you know all this, all the boring stuff. Whatever. But... <laughs> Social programs, like yeah. Like... I think he would have done. I think he would have done better if we would have had a monarch, a monarchical type system, and he was like king or like jester, like high jester of the court or something like that. Like some sort, of, <laughs> some sort of a fantasy role that like he never gets like elected out of or something like that. Like I think he would have done way better. He's uh he was just doing it for the clout. He just became <laughs> yeah. Fellas, you ever become president for clout? <laughs> you know, you if I was the president. I would also be shit posting. So <laughs> yeah, honestly, like he like I don't know something about like somebody in power just like loved like shit posting. Like it just like. Okay, this is really good. Doesn't really matter what you really say, but like, it's just fucking hilarious. Like, I don't know how to fucking say it. <laughs> uh, another another thing that I've been asked a lot that I'm trying to reconcile that maybe I can toss over to you, Anna. I wanted to know, like, after this protest, like, what, like, what's next? Like, are there conversations that are going to be bigger than this? Are we going to do more protests? Like, what, what are the next steps? I, I personally don't fully know because I've been planning so much for Saturday. Exactly. I'm like Jesus. Let me get through Saturday first. <laughs> I'm like so excited to relax afterwards for a little bit, but, um, you know, we are hopefully going to be, you know, me, um, Angelica who runs horny mermaid and Joel who runs namaste at home. Dad, um, have loose plans to meet with meta higher ups to discuss, um, sort of making the, the platform, you know, a better space for creators. Um, and, you know, working on discussing our problems with the moderation. Um, and I think that's hopefully just the beginning because, um, this goes like so much like farther than, um, you know, just, just meme pages and stuff. So I, I do think that there's a lot of larger questions that have to do with moderation and censorship on the platforms. And yeah, I'm hoping this is just the start of that discussion. Mm-hmm. has anyone at like instagram or meta reached out to you guys already or have they just been kind of silent this whole time um yeah uh ricky sands who's the head of memes at instagram <laughs> he's like a one-man team he's a meme um, officer he he sent this email to us and was like sorry uh your accounts are back up like <laughs> he gave me back all my neoliberal hell accounts and i have like six accounts i'm like schizo posting from all of them and he was like you know we, we're we're listening we're, we hear you we want to speak with, with you hopefully about um some of the issues and you know he admitted that like there were a lot of false positives on our accounts that gave us violations unjustly and yeah he said he you know he he empathized he said you know i understand how stressful and um this is when you when you rely on the uh platform for income and um you know i'm i'm hoping that we do get to meet with him and discuss this further yeah that would be it would be good to talk to him i i was my my thing that i like wanted to do like my kind of goal i wanted to make a list of like a thousand pages that were taken down and just like give them to them and be like like put these back up yeah i know put them back up yeah. or at least look through mm-hmm. them and, and give us like a give us like a two sentence reason why it's it can't come back up or something like that exactly um yeah vampire prototype is down again i saw really yeah damn it's sad. Ugh. Shit so, is so stupid it's so fucking stupid 
and then they keep up like really heinous shit all the time like I, if you report like actual hate speech it's just it's just like nope this is actually fine <laughs> yeah i talked to some report i've just been getting messages also through through the anti-zuck uh, account which me and you pretty much co-run and i get messages all the time from like journalists and stuff trying to ask for like um, stories and bits of information and that kind of stuff and one of the things i said to one of them yesterday was that like I find it so annoying that like people will message you like, oh, I'm going to like murder you, you fucking cunt or something. And then they don't get taken down. But then you screenshot that and you put it on your story and you're like, and then that gets taken down. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, yeah, (laughs) that's crazy. Yeah, it is literally insane. Or famously me saying that you're the only good white white woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one t- that one took my whole account down. That's what got my account, my, my neoliberal health two taken down last time. It was a text from you where it was like, Anna's the only white girl who's not annoying or something. Yeah. Like, really? Are you fucking kidding? Yeah, they're talking about banning fake news, but when you put the truths out there. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because you because we had a, like a zoom chat with like a bunch of um like memers like meme girls that were also like that are also white and you said you mentioned that and i was like uh, uh <laughs> you guys are not annoying either like uh <laughs> sorry uh, it was pretty funny uh also wanted to add that i thought was interesting and uh, maybe for people who are planning protests like in the future don't go to the police station because all they want to do is just find a way to like interrogate <laughs> Yeah, to interrogate you, like, like I went to go get like a noise permit um, for for the protest, like to get like um, a megaphone permit or whatever. And immediately, as soon as I walked in, he's like, "Well, you're, it's not at a park, so we don't issue permits for that." But he's like, "Take a seat." And then the motherfucker was just grilling me about like all these like different things, like what time, what event, who's organizing it, what's the organization? Do you expect civil disobedience? Do you expect violence? Do you expect people on top of cars? I'm like, he said, do you burn it it all down, baby? (laughs) Burn this motherfucker down. (laughs) (laughs) We're going French style with this shit. We're going to light shit on fire. Parody, parody. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Parody. This is parody. Parody, parody. Parody. Jokes. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do physical violence. I'm too weak. Okay. So (laughs) I'm physically not capable. Yeah. See, Ryan, I, I think he was interrogating you because, like, you, you showed up as anti-art Ryan with your face mask on. And <laughs> yeah. you're like, yo, let me get a permit. No, no, nothing, nothing sketchy. No, trust me. <laughs> nothing sketchy whatsoever at all. It was also God, interesting. They're such bastards. They really are. I know. And on the way there, funny enough, I saw J. Cole riding his bike. Um, oh, my God. No way. He passed by me. And I, like, looked him dead in his eye. I'm like, is that J. Cole? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I was going to chase after him and get like an Instagram inspirational video, but his last album was ass. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to. Be. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to be caught chasing after J. Cole, if anyone, you know? Yeah, man. It ruins his humble aesthetic if you're chasing him. He's not as humble. <laughs> he was wearing a, Balenci- a Balenciaga t-shirt, but like that, like shorts. Like he looked pretty, he looked pretty regular. He's riding a pretty regular looking bike. But um, yeah, uh, speaking of arrest and expecting arrest and that kind of thing, are you expecting to have an AOC hands behind the back, no no cuffs moment at the protest? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I'm crisis yeah, actressing it. I'm going to get fake arrested <laughs> at the Zuck protest. <laughs> fucking picture is so good. Oh my God, that would be, I would love it just for the attention. Yeah, we're definitely yeah. going to get a picture of you next to a cop with, you know, in that exact pose and just like, like smiling, you know what smiling. I mean? Smiling, yeah. ha- have your fist up, like, we got this, <laughs> yeah. we-, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> e-girl power fist up oh my god yeah I, I think we should definitely delve into that um that moment for sure oh i'm sorry before we get into aoc is there anything else that you want to mention 
about the about the protests at all or about like anything specific about it that you haven't uh, mentioned on any of the other 80 podcasts that you've been on um <laughs> anything new probably not i've i feel like i've said it all but you know i i I know it's like it it comes off as like a stupid issue but I think like there's a lot of like questions to be asked about the way that um a big tech corporation you know that controls the public sphere this giant private company that controls the public sphere and is part of all of our lives at this point Mm -hmm. um you know what what kind of control they should have over our experience and the media that we consume and what sort of things um, they should be allowed to push and censor. And yeah, I don't understand how you could possibly side with Zuckerberg on this one. So, you know, just ask these bigger questions instead of just focusing on, on me and my meme page, because whatever, fuck my meme page, but you know, this this moderation shit is really screwed up so yeah it, it is don't don't um zuck yourself don't cuck yourself you know don't be a zuck old all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff um but yeah let's get into it let's don't be in. a zuck old I'm, i like that one i'm gonna start calling <laughs> yeah. people the haters that that's a good one just yeah they just, they just like have acting like such a zuck old right now just have your hands behind your back <laughs> just watching your page get taken down like that has like 200k followers and you're like yes daddy please take it down <laughs> <laughs> please repay, please i'll just get another one that's you sound like the cohen cell pro um admin right now <laughs> oh <laughs> fuck that guy <laughs> i'm sorry i i def- you know uh what, what do they say with the, the military it's like uh or i defend your what is it i hate what you say but i defend with my with the death your right to say it or something like that that's how i feel yeah. about cohen pro but yeah let's talk about aoc uh what is going on with her uh why is she pretending to get arrested why is she what is, what is, what what is with her? <laughs> what's her deal? I don't even deal? really know. I like what they were what protesting for Roe versus Wade overturn. Is that why? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. why. Yeah. Why were I don't even like? I just saw the pictures and shit, and I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. She's such a, she's such an actress. Just yeah, her face. Um, but I why would why were they getting arrested? What were they doing to warrant being arrested at outside protesting? Were they like? What did she, what did she do to get arrested? Because protesting peacefully is legal. So yeah, do I don't, we know? I, no, I don't really. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I, what? I think they arrested like a bunch of um, people in the government or something like that. It said something like there was like ten or fifteen people that are arrested, like government officials or something like that. It seems like I don't know. Were they actually arrested, or were they like, hey, like just like just like put our hands behind our backs and walk us to the car, like type of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is, it just looks so performative it's like you really think arresting aoc is gonna do it any like this isn't some like grand act of bravery like what's it gonna mm-hmm. do? like obviously she's gonna be fucking fine yeah yeah like, what I, honestly honestly i feel like like the whole situation was kind of like it was a pretty good metaphor for the democratic party of pretending to be arrested and then ask this for money looks, afterwards like <laughs> this looks no this looks like really like I'm reading right now on CNN politics Um, within two minutes of their arriving. So they really didn't have to stay long. So good for them. Within two minutes of their arriving, police began ordering them to seize and desist. Instead, they sat on the street and were one by one led off by officers as they chanted, the people united will never be divided. (laughs) (laughs) 
this is so fake. Why are why are they not allowed to pro? I thought you're allowed to peacefully gather and protest. They showed up for two minutes and then got escorted off. Ooh. I think we're all going to have a curb your enthusiasm moment at the protest where it's like, I thought it was legal to protest. I'll tell you this. I won't have, I won't have my hands or, or, or behind my back. I'm going to like be kicking and screaming. Seriously. <laughs> I'm going to make such a fucking spectacle. No, you definitely should. I mean, it's, it's your American right to freak out in public, you know, like you're allowed to like gather out. on the sidewalk. That's the rule or whatever. And you have to like let people, you can't block building entrances. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. But if there's a, actually a lot of people that show up, then I don't know how we're all going to fit on the sidewalk. I was looking at the metrics of it. Uh, we it was it's like right by Washington Square Park, I believe. And I didn't want to really protest there because it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like it seemed I, I don't like that idea of like protests are not supposed protests are supposed to be contained or something like that. Like that. It reminds me of that Arrested Development episode where they're all in like the protest. Uh, yeah, cave or whatever, it's just and they're getting oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. You just got to be like in this certain area, like don't come out of it to protest. I mean, there's why no protests don't get anything fucking done in this country. Correct. That's why I respect the French. I'm serious. That's like the one thing I like about them is like they, the like their retirement age is like raised by one year, and they go out and fucking set shit on fire. It's <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I we know. like our cops like just like kill people. They just like kill black people, and mm-hmm. and we have to like what march around and be peaceful. And that's that's how it's going to be like. That's ridiculous. It is crazy. Yeah, they like. Un- yeah, they'll like unjustly kill black people and then they'll like there will be protests about it and then they'll unjustly kill like eight more black people at the same protest. Like that's the crazy- yeah. that's the craziest part that I, I never quite like understood. It's like mm-hmm. it's like how, they- how there was police brutality at the police brutality protest. Oh, so yeah. ironic. Like they get boners for killing people and then they, they get even bigger boners. You get a vacation. Yeah, they get even bigger boners when it's like, oh, we get to kill more people at this protest or beat up more people at this protest. Like I can see like when I went to the when I went to the police station to ask for the noise permit, like he he wanted me to that he like wanted me to like lay it out so he can be like, all right, let's get 10 cops there. Let's get 20 cops there. Let's see. Let's get all let's get the billy clubs out. Let's get the you know, all that shit. It's like you could just tell that he was gearing up to be like, all right, like let's let's beat up some people today type of thing. And it's just like, ah, it's so it's so fucking fucked up in this country. (laughs) It really, it really is. Yeah. Sad. In neoliberal hell. On that note. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, I just heard Hassan say it and I just started and I just repeat it now every day. (laughs) Neoliberalism is the fact that Meta is a private corporation that gets to dictate everything and there's no um, public say or um, state regulation in how it's how it's run or very little at least obviously there is some but yeah i got you that, yeah that, that seems to make sense to me i mean bring mm-hmm. it bring it back to meta for sure it's yeah. just it is insane how they have a monopoly i i want i want my space to come back and uh and uh uh take a share of the market you know what i'm saying <laughs> i need my space to come back mm-hmm. make their own type of facebook make their own type of instagram but um, honestly our format would work better in MySpace anyway you, you know what i mean it like... literally would that's the funny part <laughs> yeah so, um, so j- just kind of like uh, switching gears. Um, so you just started the New Liberal Hell uh, podcast. So, like, can you tell us like how that really like came together? How did the New Liberal Hell podcast come together? Well, me and my good friend Matthew, who's my co-host, went on a, a little vacation together. To um, we went on a trip to Woodstock, and we're convinced that this crazy old man at these 
caverns these like caves that we were trying to go to like we like pulled into this parking lot and the caverns were closed and this like old man was waiting in his car there like in the parking lot and he we were like oh are the caverns closed he's like yeah but follow me so we like followed him followed him down the road and um like drove behind him and he like took us to his house (laughs) and then by the Mm. time we got there we think he like completely forgot about us like he did he was like why are you here um and (laughs) it was really weird and I think he like put a spell on us and we were like 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 the devil like entered my body and was like you need to you need to start a podcast and so so that was like (laughs) that's the story (laughs) that's the lore that's the story we tell um but I, I feel like it's the natural progression of, you know, you, you start a shit posting meme page with political connotations. You move to New York City, sell your soul. Um, an old man hexes you. And the next thing you know, you're you're starting a podcast. And then <laughs> next, and, next thing you know, you have a Patreon and yeah. people are giving you money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's fucking sweet. I mean, that's, I, I didn't know that story. <laughs> yeah, it's like. I mean that that's just like the the lore of it when we went on that vacation we be, we became super close because we weren't even like very close before but um we really like like became so much closer when we took that trip um and it was like so much fun and you know that was sort of what gave us the ideas it's because we were we're such hotheads that we're like wow our conversations are so great we should fucking charge people to listen to them <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's working out so far uh pretty well right yeah it's going good i feel more hopeful now that i have my accounts back so i can reach out to all my cool people in my circles and talk to them too um and yeah i think it's going pretty good nice definitely and obviously we have ryan here to produce it which you know we could not do it without him and he does such a great job um editing out all of the stupid shit i said so <laughs> yeah ryan you know i'm mean to talk to you about that how could we do a better job producing their <laughs> podcast than our podcast because like i i will listen i'm back holding to a gun episode. to his head yeah. all the time I'm like ryan we're in the same room She's i'm a- literally like I- i'm texting ryan to do Delete shit it. for me like every day <laughs> yeah, yeah ryan- I'm, on, I'm on his bitch yeah, literally, like, <laughs> I listen to, like, our podcast, and, like, like I'll, like, hear myself on the podcast being, like, yo, man, edit this out, and then you'll, like, leave it in. What if I charm? No, he's done that to me, too, though, and then I, but I listen to it over, and then I'm, like, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, yo, cut this, and then he just leaves it. <laughs> There's a double editing process. I'm trying to get better at it. It's, it's, it's difficult, because you never know what, like especially when you listen back, you never know what um like you're gonna regret saying or like not like saying. So when I go over it, I mean, her and Matthew are always saying controversial and just like crazy shit and smart shit, obviously, but also dumb shit. So it's, it's always hard to like it's always hard to like decipher out like you know because you know they're like riffing. You know what I mean? It's like it's a podcast. Um, so it's always hard to know exactly like what dumb shit to keep in like that's funny and then what dumb shit to keep in that would like ruin the message or that would like. Mm-hmm. You know canceled get them canceled you know. <laughs> yeah exactly uh the you last know how many one. slurs he has to cut out every episode jesus <laughs> yeah it's it's really really bad yeah there would be yeah we'd be we'd be buried <laughs> we'd be buried but it's good to have a you know, like a two-step process um for sure um yeah like back and forth i mean the last episode like i'll i'll you'll you'll listen to it soon i'm sure because uh, we're gonna drop it also the same day that we're dropping this but i thought that was a really good episode the one that we did with ben yesterday uh ben ditto 
for those of you who don't, yeah, who don't know. I really like him. He was awesome. It was really fun talking to him. So I'm excited for that one. Yeah. It, what is he, what is like, what would you say that he does exactly? Cause I, I was trying to figure it out as we were listening. It seems like he has his hands on a lot of different things. Yeah. He's like, he's an art director um, mostly and an artist, but I think he defines himself more as an art director. I didn't really know what his deal was before we even like decided to have him on, like we're mutuals and he posts um, and like curates a really like interesting feed and, and like, clearly has a lot of um aesthetic valor and sensibility and and also like political tones to what he does um but like looking into his work you know he's worked with like louis vuitton and um he's done the 1975's music videos yeah i think he's a really amazing artist and art director so yeah that was a- cool to talk to that was a cool one. It was a good intersection between like a lot of the things that Matthew is interested, a lot of things that you're interested in, and also a lot of things that I'm interested in as far as like music and Kanye and stuff. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to ask him about, um, I guess maybe going on to a different topic. I wanted to ask him about how he feels about um, the censorship and the the kid glove handling of like Hunter and Joe Biden on like, especially on social media and on like the, you know, just like mainstream media. Yeah. Um, I think it's insane how, the way that the two of them are like total like like the regular media does not want to like talk about them or make fun of them or like judge them in any sort of way shape or form it's really interesting like especially with hunter like if you look him up on google it's like immediately it slaps you with like oh a lot of the stuff that you're gonna scroll down and read it's actually fake news like who <laughs> else i've never seen that message pop up for anything or anybody else that's crazy that's i didn't even know that maybe because um, like like I know that the right's trying to use like Hunter Biden as like the smoking gun for Biden for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, as if there's not enough other actual <laughs> valid shit that you could fucking come for Biden for. Yeah, they're just like they're like, oh, like sure, like you know, reverse Wade's getting reversed under Biden, but you see his sons on crack. <laughs> like, <laughs> why aren't we talking about that? Why isn't everyone talking about how Hunter Biden had skittles on his dick? Like, why aren't we talking about that right now? <laughs> Yeah, it's just weird, just like how like conservatives they just love getting mad at those random shit that just like doesn't really matter in like like the only like it matters shit that's in like the culture war, which like in my mm-hmm. opinion isn't really much of like a thing. Like at least it shouldn't yeah. be a thing. Like well it's yeah. it's a thing, but it's just like literally like surface level bullshit to keep people occupied on their day to day and keep them angry at all the wrong things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we do that on our side too, or not our side but like the liberal classical liberal you know left side as yeah well. no the left is completely involved even i mean i'm involved and I, I i i talk so much shit about it but of course i'm i'm being part of it by doing that you know so. yeah that's true so you're a hypocrite that's what you're saying yeah i am at least i can admit it okay <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i i um I, I wonder what's going to happen with Hunter because every time I see him, it's like he's just finding a new way to use the rehab center is almost like a, a like a crack um, kind of getaway hedonism retreat. You know what I mean? Like especially the the deprivation tank thing I thought was really funny. I, I think I was listening to Chapo and they said it's like <laughs> what he was doing in the sensory deprivation tank is like literally the opposite of the intention of a separate <laughs> sensory deprivation tank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like 
<laughs> he, was, he had the camera on so he was like indulging like his like almost like uh um like narcissistic senses but then also like getting drunk like tickling those fancies and also smoking crack <laughs> which like performance I, like, art he's literally like he i want him to be a filmmaker i'm serious (laughs) like he's he's the last i I made i'm like he's the last true auteur like he like you know like he is the like i want to see what sort of masterpiece he could make if he was given a directorial role um in some experimental filmmaking i think it would be really incredible it would, yeah, it would be a day. Unironic. Of, it, would, it would be a day of crazy shit. And then the second day, it'd be like, wait, where's Hunter? Like, he didn't show up. And then it's like, oh, he's in like Spring Palms rehab, like, or Palm Springs rehab. Like, yeah, his dad <laughs> paid for it. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I would love to see like Hunter Biden as like an influencer. I, I would, I yeah, would follow right? him on Instagram and just this, like follow his day to day, like what he does. Like you know, he wakes up, goes to the gym. He, he would get he would. Crack. You think he'd be immune because he's he'd be obviously be like smoking crack on there, but but maybe he'd be blue checked so he could get away with it. Bro, I, I mean, Kanye That's... straight up bullied some dude for like uh, for like a good half of a year. Okay, but bullying is part of the internet, and if you can't handle fucking bullying, then get the fuck offline. Well, that's um, my that... thought. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, we, we could handle the bullying. So I think we can handle, like, I mean, I'd love, to, I'd love it if people could smoke crack on Instagram. I would love to watch people smoke crack on Instagram, but I don't uh-huh. know if they're going to let that slide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, maybe you should put that in, like, part of your protest demands. Like, you should yeah. let us smoke let crack. Let me smoke crack on live. <laughs> let me smoke crack on my Instagram story. Yeah, for well, sure. I don't need this censorship. The mainstream media is trying to stop you from spreading the truth. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, that's where the term based essentially comes from crack from smoking crack. I mean, it started off with crackheads, then it moved on to like hip hop, embraced it, like talking about bass heads. Then obviously Lil B flipped it into, you know, like bass god and like you know, based and rare and all that stuff. And then yeah, now it's ended up on the internet and it's overused by a bunch of annoying white people. Um <laughs> so bunch of teenagers. Yeah. Fuck these kids yeah so we should allow we should we need to go back to we need to make base posting great again aka we need to allow crack smoking on instagram <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what we need next for sure um we need more hunter posting um we need more i don't know we need more video we need more videos of biden uh fucking up and saying weird things did you see that video of biden where it's like they, they said something about like oh um democrats support something or a majority of democrats support something and then it's like like okay and republicans say that we drink blood we are not defunding the police and are there people who in the democratic party who want to defund their president are there people in the republican party who think we're sucking the blood out of kids i I, i'm i'm not sure dude i think he hit his head when he fell off that bike (laughs) he's gotten loopy (laughs) i mean after that i have not like i barely see him at all anymore like i barely see him do any speeches and shit and you know what's funny too i was actually in that town when he fell off the bike Uh like i was in uh rehoboth at the at the time and fucking um like i i know it's because my girlfriend's like parents were just bitching being like yo biden's in town there's so many fucking traffic there's so many fucking people here to see him for some reason Mm -hmm. like they're like pointing out the big ass house was his and i'm like oh that's nice and then like later that day i just see him just fall off his fucking bike (laughs) <laughs> I'm like damn yeah i walked past there he was behind j cole on the bike he was wearing a helmet i saw him he did not look like he was in good shape at all yeah, you know i think i was listening to chapo and i forget who i've probably felix was saying that like you know what like 
the fact that they could even get him on on a bike and riding it it's like pretty it's pretty impressive for his age that he could even ride a bike he's the fucking president (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so funny it's so funny i was watching a video of like like just it came across my youtube or instagram whatever it was like a video like obama speaking and like you know obviously obama like hit a lot of the horrible things that he did were hidden within like you know his incredible ability to speak to people yeah his, his ability to f- speak in full sentences for example yeah exactly Maybe something oh. that neither the two presidents last could do um <laughs> yeah, well i mean it's truly like trump changed the game people, yeah like it, it really did i think it, it was eye-opening for like a lot of people yeah mm-hmm. no yeah like i remember like uh I, i've watched some comedian i forget who's like it was. i think it's like shane gillis or whatever his name is and, and he was like talking about like trump like when he first uh when he did his first ever debate of how that changed everything of just like oh the first guy goes up there and goes oh like i like religion and then everyone's like like okay that's nice yeah cool someone's like oh i like education oh that's cool and then like trump goes up there and he's just like marco rubio is ugly like, <laughs> he's just like ted cruz his wife's a dog and it's just like damn the whole crowd just went fucking nuts like it just changed that like the perception of like we thought the president was like this like high honor but it really wasn't it's just a popularity contest like it, like what every other election kind of is yeah i guess so but yeah i guess the point i was trying to make is that it's um it's interesting that we don't even us as americans like we've gotten so shitty and everything has gotten so like outwardly shitty and ugly that we don't even deserve like the semblance of a nice quote-unquote nice president anymore <laughs> it's like we just get this like yeah in grape tomato like expired grape tomato head looking ass <laughs> well, just imagine if like biden runs again like is oh, he gonna God. win i mean i can't even walk what the fuck <laughs> no, no. please um, don't let it be kamala can they just you know start from scratch again at least <laughs> yeah yeah, we need to start from scratch. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even think at this point. I don't think Bernie would be a viable. Like, I would, I would hate if Bernie ran at this point. It's like he's like eighty now. No, it's like it's too. Like, we need to stop. Don't be a hypocrite. <laughs> I'll let Bernie be senile in the president vote and not Biden. You know, mm. but yeah. Bernie is so. Bernie's still. He's still sharp. Like I'm. It's. I. I agree that like it's definitely a big concern that he's so old. But I. He's just. He's way he's way more cognitively sound than Joe Biden. Yeah, I would I would say so at this point. Yeah, it's it's pretty un, it's pretty unbelievable that the person that we allow to run the country. I mean, just everything just everything about him is just like it's just it's, a puppet. It's elder it, abuse. Yeah, it is <laughs> putting him up there every day. It really is. Yeah. He just needs to like nap and like sit and like tell the same stories over and over again. That's what you're supposed to do when you're that age. Okay. Yeah, talk about shit. Just cap all day and just talk about shit yeah. that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Fart, you know what I mean, in front of your grandkids. Yeah, yeah, like sit in the television, like have the volume way too loud because your hearing's gone and shot, and just fucking eat like mushy food. It's like you regress into a baby when you're old, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like watch Jeopardy, but you don't know the answers to any of the questions, even though you watch it every night, every night at eight p.m. Before you, you watch the same episode every <laughs> night, and you still don't know the answers. You still don't know the fucking answers. Yeah, it's like I don't know the answers, Jack. <laughs> yeah, Alex Trebek looks different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> too soon. Oh. R.I.P. to a Canadian king, but I think to close it out. Uh, we can move, maybe move on to a different Canadian king, somebody else who has been banned, uh, blind uh, on social media for no for no good reason. Similar to you, similar to a lot of your 
uh, compatriots, um, Jordan Peterson, obviously, um, <laughs> someone that we fully support. <laughs> He's actually going to be at the protests um, on Saturday. He's going to be our yeah, keynote he's speaker. He's totally going to yeah. be there, guys. So if you want to get your photo with Jordan Peterson. Yep. Uh, if you want to say, you know, if you want to say up your woke moralist, get your get your nice reel, uh, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? He's going to be there. Uh, I just wanted to close this out by playing a, a video of his and maybe talking about it a little bit, talking about his Twitter ban. Because Troy was saying that this is something that you should have done when you got banned. Yeah, I, I don't know why you didn't like go to YouTube and just make like a 10 minute video just calling Instagram bastards. Like, I think that could have been very effective. Yeah, see, I I can't. That's why the same for the same reason I'm like not on TikTok or YouTube. It's like there's nothing that makes me feel like more of a loser than like talking in front of a camera, like talking to this microphone for the podcast, you know, whatever. But I'm not going to like sit there and like be like, hey, guys, and like, you know. <laughs> I can't film myself like that. It, it, it's gross. It's embarrassing. Yeah. And I'm, t- I'm being uh, cock blocked by fucking Zoom right now. It's not letting me play this video, which is very sad. But I guess, yeah, we can close it out just by talking about it a little bit. Um, yeah, that, that video was really funny. <laughs> I actually don't even know if I watched oh the original. God. I only watched like the edited one where mm. where with like the, the meme one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The up yours. Millions of people in person. And in virtual form, have told me, you're the worst. Shut the fuck up. Who cares what you believe? Quit speaking, you. But I'm going to do it anyway. I'm in pain. Ouchie. Ow. Ow. And lo and behold, I have now literally become the Joker. Literally. You might think that I'm (laughs) overstating the case. Think again, sunshine. We live in a society. This is true at every level of analysis. We want to call you to the highest purpose of your life. We want your time and energy and effort and your will and your guns at the Joker Church, which essentially consists of three things. Number one, P. Number two, duty. And most importantly, number three, come to join us and together we'll end women. <laughs> I literally, that's the only one I saw. I didn't even watch the actual video. Oh, my God. Damn. Yeah, that, that's pretty much the speech that he's you kind of ruined the speech. Thanks for playing that on. That, that was what she that's what that was what he was going to say at the protest. Oh, damn mm-hmm. it. Obviously, it's a joker if I protest to end women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the anti-suck protest to abolish women. Come through. I just imagine when we get there, like the doors are going to open up, like the big doors out in front of 770 Broadway are going to open up and it's just going to be almost like Scientology where it's like we get invited in and it's completely empty and it's just like everybody's kind of looking around. And as we walk in, like the ranks behind us are kind of like disappearing and like the people that were at the protest are kind of disappearing. It's just like me, you, Troy, a bunch of other meme pages, namaste, that kind of stuff. Uh, Matthew's not going to be there, but, you know, uh, everybody kind of filing in and then we all go into this big kind of theater. And it's very cold and we just all like sit down and then all of a sudden it's just like like mark zuckerberg pops up <laughs> it's like not it's like mark zuckerberg um, guys. it's like the wizard of oz where he's like behind some like, like computer and then his like head is like floating, projected above <laughs> it's just his metaverse like body that's just orb. there yeah it's his meta yeah his metaverse body's like floating above us and he's like hello instagram creators and i'm like please like i have like my bottle of sweet baby rays and i'm like please like take this like don't hurt us (laughs) (laughs) just imagine that and then he's just like slowly like eating like some of the meme pages as like a soul sacrifice he's like so he's like 
uh, get rid of all moderation on our system, but you have to make a sacrifice. Yeah. It's like Which super satanic. Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein's there. <laughs> he comes, he's alive and he comes out. <laughs> he's alive. <laughs> Je- I am free. I am free to post. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna get his own Instagram page. He's gonna start posting. His his videos, honestly, as far as influencer videos and as far as like uh like billionaire lifestyle, like Andrew Tate style videos, I think Jeffrey Epstein would be a pretty good uh real maker or TikTok maker. Um, but oh he would. He he I feel like he would be the type of like of like billionaire to be like, Oh, how'd you get started? Well, I worked hard, I showed up early, left late, um, <laughs> you know, had Fuck a little kiss. help yeah <laughs> yeah you know had to get up before the school started and had to get off of work when school ended uh, to see my uh my girlfriends yeah he's yeah billionaire mindset he's like yep um you know all you need all you need to start i started up broke i started off with zero dollars all you need is determination uh you know willpower motivation and you know 300 million dollars wired to you by <laughs> government dark sites mm-hmm. <laughs> to, fund, to fund your blackmail operation. <laughs> it's all you need. It's very simple. Um, it's all you need. It's all you need to have a private jet, a private <laughs> island, and a Bugatti. <laughs> I guess. Uh, and a Bugatti. I, I guess we can yeah end it there. Um, and uh, thank you for coming on, obviously. And um, thank you for having me. It definitely feels weird to be to merge these to merge the anti art. I, I feel I feel weird over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this yeah. is unnatural. It's like one thing to be on an other podcast, but it's like I'm still with Ryan here, so it's like this yeah. isn't the neoliberal hell pod. Yeah, bitch. And now I get to not you, <laughs> just the general. Yeah, exactly. You're the host now. You're the like, royal. I, I, I am the captain now. <laughs> yeah, um, now I get to talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn to speak, bitch. Yeah, that one time when um when I was like. Ryan, will you like edit my face on this girl's face? Um, and it was like the picture of like Jeffrey Epstein and the girl like in the helicopter or whatever. Yeah. And then I like sent that to someone and um and they were they replied, they were like, your staff. <laughs> and I was yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like a some un- unpaid like summer intern or whatever. Doing it as a resume builder. Doing <laughs> interaction as a resume builder. <laughs> um but yeah any anything else to say anything else to plug about the, the protest or the uh podcast or anything else anything else going on uh what did you have for dinner you know what i mean uh who have you been listening to what's going on what's going on plug away um i just saw the national last night um just like such a dad band and it was my first time seeing them live and i'm so glad i was able to it was like super chill because it was like in this outdoor venue in vermont and like most of the people were like older like there were so many kids there like people brought their kids mm-hmm. and like a lot of people were like sitting on blankets farther back and like in in uh, lawn chairs so we were like super close um and he uh matt berninger who's the lead singer is like such a, a an amazing performer like he really reminded me of like morrissey a lot the way he got into his performance and I'm you know it's just so impressive because so many like especially as like an older band like you know you tour to like make money and I feel like a lot of people become super bitter and like don't give their all into their performances Mm -hmm. and like Julian Casablanca's or something like that yeah and just sort of you know are are not into it but he's just like such an amazing performer like he and he interacts with the crowd so much he like came out into the crowd like 
six times like and just walked around the whole crowd because I, I think it was like the perfect venue for that because it was so relaxed and like Vermont people are just so calm and respectful and it mm-hmm. was spaced out in this like beautiful like field in Vermont and like he just like came through and it was really amazing so I've been listening to the national a lot now just because of that show like the, today all mm-hmm. day that was really fun and I've been watching Succession like I'm on I'm halfway through season two because how is that how yeah. is it it's amazing I how mean does it feel, I how does feel it, like how does it feel to have been a cast member on that show <laughs> I I Even literally Dasha. I'm in my Kendall Roy era <laughs> so yeah that's a great show uh, I I enjoy it um yeah, I, it's I really good mm-hmm. yeah I would I would highly suggest people out there watch that because yeah uh crucially on a you know, as a podcaster, it's it's crazy. You know, as a podcaster on Red Scare, she had a really great. Um... <laughs> Stop! You can't, you can't be saying this. All the haters always say I'm larping as Dasha. Uh, yeah, and what was it like? And maybe to close out, what was it like to date Elon Musk for so long and had two kids with him? <laughs> it's great. I'm just collecting the paychecks. I wish. I wish I had. Like seriously, it would be worth it. Imagine. It really would. Um... It really would. I would not be. Here. I would not be where I am right. I would not be on this podcast. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, Ryan. This broke I'd be out podcast. in the middle, of fucking nowhere. You wouldn't hear from me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anybody listening to this, like, I, I think a good amount of people will will download this one. Uh, everybody, please come to the the insurrection. We are not breaking into Instagram headquarters. We we are not expe- uh, expecting. Yeah, it's gonna be super fucking peaceful vibes. Okay, peaceful. so peaceful. We're not mm-hmm. angry at all. Actually, we're gonna be like singing church hymns. Mm-hmm. It's actually a conversion. It's my own conversion camp into the church of neoliberal hell. Um, no, come out. We're you know we're protesting moderation. July twenty third, two p.m. Saturday. It's- 770 Broadway, Manhattan, New York. Come through. Come, through. Come through. Stay on the sidewalk. Because these bitch ass motherfuckers don't want us on the streets, I guess. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, come through, come through, come through. We need we need we need the numbers there. We need support. We already have uh media coming. We already have a good uh, a good roster of people coming that we don't need to flex or mention or anything like that. But um yeah, any additional people that want to come through, it's open, it's on the street, it's in the public. So yeah, come through. Thanks, yeah. thanks for coming on. Yeah.